What is up? What is going on? Dave at SBA Baseball Card Collectors. I don't have much to talk about. <laughs> I really don't. Um, I didn't do too much with cards. I pretty much passed out when I got home. Um, what I did do, however, was I did finish the article. Um, it was about the 1989 Upper Deck and 18, uh, 18, 1989 Dunruss, Ken Griffey Jr. cards. Which one was the better investment? You can check it out over at uh, medium.com and type in SVA uh, Baseball Card Collectors. I shared it on my Facebook group. Um, I put it on Instagram. And I think the five or six people that read it seemed to like it. So that's always a positive. Um, and I liked doing it. It was fun. It actually was a fun article to to write and look at all the, the numbers and to see, you know, what the actual, you know, what both cards actually did from all the way back to 2004. Um, so, yeah, it's pretty cool. Check it out. And um, still waiting on the 93 Bowman box. I should get it today. And hopefully, if that's the case, I'll be opening it up tonight. Um, I don't think anyone else is buying it. Let's Let's be... Let's be frank here. So whatever it is, it is. I'm opening it tonight. I don't care. So there's one person who bought in, and they will be very lucky. That's all I'm going to say. Um, what else? Um, I am still the high bidder on a 1966 Tops. Um, I was looking at different cards. I usually just go for the main card, you know, if it's... Um, a Mickey Mantle, just Mickey Mantle on it. But I've been spreading my wings a little bit, looking at different cards, and not being so bougie in my uh, card picking ways, and just looking at you know, so what? It's a uh, AL hitting leader with Mickey Mantle and two other guys, and a lot of times the other two guys are Hall of Famers, so it's cool to get all three guys on the card. Um, not worth as much, but still good, you know, cool cards. So I have, I think it was a 66 Tops um, with Bob Gibson, Sandy Koufax, and some other guy. I don't know who it is. So, but it was in a grade of a PSA 9. And I paying, I, I don't know, and when I looked at it, I, you know, I looked at um, the pricing, and I also, I believe, I looked how many PSA 9s there were of this card. But as you get later in the 60s, they're more prevalent. How much more prevalent? I don't know. I don't know, people. I'm not going to lie. You know, I was doing this late at night. I, I won auction. And um, that's that's where sometimes, you know, I have the time to do the work and look at everything more thoroughly. But also, it's also when I make my mistakes because it's late at night. I'm getting tired. And I'm like, all right, I just want to bid. You know, I want to get some cards, yo. So I bid 225 which, if I was able to get it at that price, that would be amazing. However, these people in the auction with this 20% buyer's premium is BS. So, it's now a $275, you know, $275 car, $270, T75. So, now, it's still an 
okay deal. It's a good deal to buy the card if you're going to keep it. Let me put it to you that way. If it goes up any higher, I'm not chasing it. Um, but again, I may, depending on a, well, no, I, I won't. <laughs> there goes that. Because you have to bid in increments and probably the next increment will be like 250 and to pay 275 then I'm really overpaying because I have to go one above and who knows maybe they bid it so I, I that's my limit and um, so if someone goes above me it is what it is um, but I wanted to check and see how many of those cards were actually made in a PSA 9 I'm not too sure um, because if it's not too many of them then maybe I go in for it but um, we shall see. It's a different auction house. Um, I'm starting to branch out. I got, what was it, Robert Edwards was the one. And I think that may be the auction site I'm talking about. I just don't remember because there's like four or five of them that I was, I was bidding on and losing to. And now that just reminded me of, I think, serious sports cards has their bidding going on right now. I think they started a new one already. And I wanted to get in there before everyone gets in so I get my high prices in so if someone is going to go for more they're going to overpay or not be able to resell it. So that I have to check. So good, I'm glad I did this podcast. So I'm just reminding myself of things to do and you guys are just listening in to like what should be going on inside my head. But now I'm just spewing it out. Um, so I got this massive, one of the good things about these auction houses is they send you magazines of the cards. Now, I don't buy magazines anymore. I think most people don't. I think everyone just reads stuff online. And I got this, they put it in a priority box. This, this book has to be five, 600 pages. It was a heavy ass book. And I didn't even open it up yet. I don't know if it was just for the month of March. It can't be. Maybe it's for the year. I don't know. But this thing was massive. So I have good bathroom reading material. I have two of them now. But the one is already passed. So I, hopefully they should send the ones for like April now. I should be getting that now. Not when it's going on in the middle of the month. Because people are already bidding. But that's all right. I still, I, I'm having some bathroom material to read. Um, what else? I'm trying to think of anything else. I will be writing another prospect article in the next, maybe I'll do it today. I don't know. If I don't really have that much stuff to do at work, sometimes I like do that. But um, I think I may do a, a YouTube video and I'm going to tell it to you guys here um, of what I look at when I am thinking about a prospect and really what it comes down to is I'm looking to see do they strike out a lot do they walk a lot do they hit home runs those are the three main things for me now the card valuation is really going to be dependent truthfully I feel anyway home runs chicks dig the long ball I'm repeating what I wrote on Facebook. Ugh, kick me. That's exactly what I wrote. Baseball card values go up, more home runs you hit. People like, you know, that's the new 
um, stat. You hit the ball harder, that means you're going to hit the ball further. If you hit the ball further, you're going to be hitting home runs. And if you hit home runs, you're creating, you know, you're creating runs. That's what they want. They'd rather you hit a home run, obviously, than walk. That's. It seems like they'd rather hit you a solo home run than to keep the rally going. And I'm not a big proponent of that. But that's, I'm not running, you know, the ball club anymore. But my beloved Yankees back in the day, they weren't big home run hitters. Yes, they did hit home runs. But what they did is they would work the work that pitcher, get the starter at, go into the bullpen. Now, it seems like you don't want to do that because the bullpen's almost as better than the starters now. But that's what they did. They would grind it out, grind it out, and then either get a base hit or walk and just keep the line moving. That's what they did. And they kept up the pressure. And they, every single hitter did that. And they would hit and they would hit in clutch situations. That was bigger than anything. They would hit in clutch situations. Paul O'Neill was amazing. That's, he would just foul the ball off, foul the ball off, and then eventually just loop it to left. Or, you know, if it's on the outside, just hit it over the third baseman's head. Or if they made a mistake, he would crush it and make you know, hit a double. That's what they were all about. Just moving the chain and always putting pressure on the pitcher. When you hit a home run, it's almost like, all right, well, that's done. So let me go after this guy. Nobody's on base. No more damage can be done. That's my thought process. I don't know how I got off on this tangent because I was trying to talk about prospects and what I, how I gauge them. But I'm going to go back to that. So if they walk a lot, I, I think that is very important. That means they have a good eye. That means they are not swinging at bad pitches. That doesn't mean that all the time, but I'm not watching these players every single day. I can't. It's too many of them. So I can only use the data. Now, there's other, there's a ton of other metrics that people use. And I'm sure they're all valid. And maybe they even have a correlation to baseball card prices, which I haven't, you know, haven't done that deep of a dive yet. But if you're walking a lot, you're not striking out that much, and you're hitting for power, I can guarantee you that card is going to be worth money. What I would do, I would look up, if you think a prospect is good, go to Fangraphs, look the player up, and see. And especially if they've been in the, you know, in the minus for a couple of years, you can see, has this guy been improving? Has he been doing worse? As the competition has been getting better, he's been doing worse. I've noticed that in a lot of guys. Um, you can sort of see trends. You can see what's going on on a guy. And then you know what? You compare it to somebody who's about to go in. Compare it to Vladimir Guerrero Jr., uh, Tatis Jr., Juniors. Guys who are about to come up, compare it. Are they close? Are they similar? Then look at the card prices. I like to go by the base auto because I don't know about the color. You know, like, I don't know if that changes it that much like what the difference would be I'm just not 100% sure so I tend to go with the base auto and then from there I can gauge on the pricing you know what the next card should be and maybe that might be something that I'll do like 
what should you pay for if a card is going for 50 bucks? What should you pay for for a blue, gold, red, green? I think that's a good, I think that's a good thing I'm going to do, people. So that's a little bit what I do. I, I look at those three metrics because I think those are the most important. There be there is other things, and I will look into it, but I don't think they have any correlation to uh, card prices. And just like a stock market, you got location. Oh, just like a stock, like the real estate location. Guy plays for the Yankees, it's going to go up. Plays for a big market team, they're going to go higher. Um, they do a lot of articles on a person, their card's going to go higher. Um, there's other factors to it, but it doesn't matter. If he plays baseball and he does well, the stats and what he does on the field is what is going to count the most. So that's a little bit of what I do. Sometimes I try to look on YouTube, see if I see any, you know, hitting or highlights and things like that and see how he looks. Um, but that's basically what I do. Also, if they're a younger guy, I'll tend to look at doubles and triples um, because if he's hitting a ton of doubles, that means when he goes a little bit bigger and he gets a little bit stronger, he's going to be hitting home runs. All right, people, I'm at work. I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Hopefully, we've hit a couple of Jita rookie cards. Hopefully, it shows up today. Um, keep buying cards, people, and going broke. Later.